Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. And welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, the footnotes now for our guest this week. We have England international rugby legend, James Haskell. Hello. Hey, mate. How's it going? Oh, my God. I am so excited. This is the single greatest achievement of my life. I've been invited my dad wrote porno. I have, I've had butterflies in my stomach all day. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, this. We've been trying to organise this for ages. I know. We've been talking, and, we, and I obviously came down to the very first live show, which I thought yeah, was, 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 was incredible. Um, I brought Chloe along. She's very upset that she's not here this evening. This I think is your she, other half. Yeah, she wanted to come and watch, I think. And I basically think, <laughs> no, no, you're not invited. She's a voyeur. Yeah. So I, I don't think she's going to be at home when I'm there. I think the wedding's off. But anyway, <laughs> I risk it all for my dad wrote a porno. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate you being here. Now, James, you have been so diligent that you've made notes. Yes, I have for every kind of series. I mean, for every series? <laughs> well, no, let me explain, okay. So, so... My, my dad wrote a porn. It's such a, a roller coaster, as you know, right? It's so intense. It's so exciting. There's so much going on. Mm. But it's also one of those things I hear, and then I need an instant hotline to call in because I have so many questions and so many queries. And like, I want to like interrupt and say, oh my God, what was Rocky thinking? What was he doing? Like, Des Martin, was it then the last one? Who lives in a bedsit? Why has he made him live in a bedsit and drive an orange car? It's like, why? But it's like he's such a sorry state. And the guy with all the video cameras, um, Ken Dewsbury. Ken Dewsbury yeah. in a shady flat with like, you know, his mildew and like skids yeah. on the toilet and like horrible things. He's got cameras that he didn't even use. It's like, Mate. what madman wrote this book? That's the issue. They didn't use the cameras. Yeah, what's the book? Oh, you're going to make a home video and he towelled her down with bits of old newspaper yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing erotic about that why is there boggy pussies everywhere I can't well that's a valid question can't yeah. you bring it all flooding back James I think I'd block most of it out of my head but it's suddenly all become real again um, the start of book four was set at a wedding there was like three chat. we thought we were going to be at the wedding for the whole of it, book four it went on forever that wedding Giselle's wedding and we were like well it's the wedding of the year but obviously there was another big wedding this year that you went to <laughs> the royal wedding yeah. how was it unbelievable Everything you'd want it to be, actually. Um, I was, yeah, I was kind of blown away by the whole whole affair. I've been lucky enough to, to know her for quite a while. And I got the invite. I couldn't believe I got the invite. I thought it must be a mistake. I was like, they're never letting me anywhere near. I, I mean, I am surprised yeah. as well, to yeah, be honest. A lot of people were. Um, so, <laughs> they checked it at the door several times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Queen was <laughs> like, what the fuck is yeah, he doing yeah. here? Shoot that man. 
and I just think um, it was yeah, it was awesome. Like I wasn't sure I was going to be able to go. I was supposed to be playing that day, but I got injured. Um, Convenient. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> everyone made that. Everyone made that point. It was like, oh, you know, you should have been there supporting the team. I was like, I tried a week to to get fit to do it. And also, um, Harry and Meghan were getting married. So guys, yeah, I, know, I know it was one of those things, and we, we ended up sadly we lost the game, which is a shame. Um, but I was at the wedding and it was amazing. Was it anything like Giselle's wedding? No, no. <laughs> but again, that, that, the wedding's an interesting one because of how apologetic your dad is about sex. How he just legitimately let someone get fingered in the middle of the church. I know. Yeah. I would have thought of all the places nothing could have possibly gone on. He would have written the church. Yeah. She going, oh my God, I've had the time of my life. I'm coming. <laughs> like... It's an unwritten rule, isn't it? I mean, it's not a Ten Commandment, but, you know, don't diddle someone yeah. in a church. But but there was none of that going on, obviously. <laughs> did, you, <gasps> did you meet Oprah? Do you know what? I didn't. I, got, I met um, Tom Hardy. Oh, he's oh, a nice guy. I bet you guys got on like a house on fire. I think I, st- I got a bit of fanboy on him. So oh, did you make him do the Bane voice? <laughs> No, I don't. I, that is a bit weird. I didn't like make him do anything. I think I would have been a bit like, go on, mate, go on, do the thing. Put me in a headlock like a warrior. I tell you, I did. Like, this is the best moment of my entire life that happened at the wedding. And I don't want to sound, it's, it's going to sound really wanky. But I'll, I'll tell you anyway. I went to uh, a gig of Elton John's at the iTunes Festival a while ago and I managed to get backstage and meet him. Amazing guy, actually, with Nicholas Holt. That's where I met him. Oh, yeah. I met him. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years to the Royal Wedding. I'm talking to, to, to Chloe and I get a tap on the shoulder. I turn round and it's Elton John. Fuck off. And, he, and, I, and I swear Sir Elton to, to you. Uh, Sir Elton, sorry, Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Professor Sir Elton, legend of the, yeah, of the John. And he said, um, hello, James, how are you? And I was like, oh, wow. are you serious? I literally almost had a fucking full meltdown. And I, and I was like, I'm very good. And we had a little chat. I told him how much I loved him in, um, you know, the Kingsman Magic Circle. Oh, yeah. Yes. And because uh, he played himself, you know, and he's just so... Just of, so of, of his whole body of work. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing that you dredged no, no, up. No, well... <laughs> People rate Tiny Dancer. Can yeah, I just yeah. say? Can I just say the cameo in that was unbelievable. And then he went and performed four <gasps> songs, kind of where, you know, as close as you guys are to me. That's amazing. And uh, for me, that was the best thing. Just watching Elton sing. Like that close to him and everyone having a great time and obviously hearing the speeches and stuff was were you there the amazing. whole day <laughs> you were a full day guest James, I was a lurker don't sound surprised that's rude yeah, yeah, exactly. no. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised you qualify um, but it was just awesome there's one person I didn't meet which I really wanted to was um, uh, Idris Elba Oh, yeah, he's, he's absolutely legend. legend. He's, like he's the, the man. man on earth. Yeah, um, I love Luther. He's a dear um, personal friend. Is he? No, I've interviewed him once. He wouldn't remember me. But um, <laughs> I don't think Elton John remember me. Maybe, well, he's tap maybe he will. I mean, James, we all know why Elton John remembered you. He was Google image searching. Me. <laughs> No, he actually loves his rugby, unbelievably. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he... Then um, I'll shut right up. <laughs> or, or I do look good with my clothes on. <laughs> Body like Baywatch, face like Crime Watch, as I've been told many times. Have people already said that to you? Oh, all the time. Oh, the prawn. Rip your head off your left with the best bit. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable scenes, isn't it? Luckily, I've got like a, a, a cast iron... Cast iron... No, I go and cry a lot. Chloe's got to pick up the pieces. <laughs> right, sure. That's fine. It's fine, but also, yeah, that is one of the problems. It's one of the problems. <laughs> it's one of the problems. I like that James Cooper thought you were one of the revellers that were just gathering outside. Come on, Megan. No, come on. No, 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 no. Come on, sock. Have you seen George? Well done, sunshine. She's a corker. Oh, I brought my lovely plate with both your faces on it. <laughs> yeah, oh, Looks yeah. great. Waving a flag. I've got my miniatures. Will you sign them? Oh yeah. It was actually inside, that. James. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. No, that's fun. Thank you. It was yeah. But do you have to rein it in a bit more than a normal wedding? Because you're not going to get like off your face, are you, at the royal wedding? I bet you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have got some amazing stories, which are not even from this one, actually. From I was very lucky to go to um, 
Mike Tyndall and Zara Phillips' wedding. Oh, so this oh, isn't yeah. your first royal wedding? Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I know you thought you were all doing me a favour getting me on this podcast. <laughs> oh, we'll throw him a bone. He's been waiting for fucking four years. He will not stop fucking ringing me. Um, but no, actually, I think you've found... I've actually found some friends oh, in the interim. I'm big time. There's at least five of your listeners who know who I am. <laughs> People called me a prawn, but actually, I think you've found I've done many front covers. <laughs> Um, was that one mental? Oh, incredible. I, I, I woke up the next day and I was like this. <gasps> what did I do? And I honestly... Just the full dread heart. The dread heart, like the absolute sketch of all sketches. Like I had that like monkey just on my back. Like, you're going to die. What have you done? <laughs> the demons. I had the, the, like the demons from hell, the drink demons. So much so that I sat on the train on the way back from Scotland, just like head on the window going... Oh my God, this is the worst moment of my entire life. Like, what did I do? What did I do is worse than I can't believe I did that. Well, actually, no, it was more I could. I, oh, I, right. remember, I don't get blackout drunk. I remember every oh, single no. detail. Every single detail. What, can you give us one? Well, I, put this, I picked up one member of the royal family and was carrying them around and was like, tried to take them home with Against me. their will? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> they said no, I said yes. That's how it goes. You know, that's probably why he invited you to his own wedding. Mm. It was clearly Harry. Possibly. <laughs> so, where did you manage to get them to? Well, pretty far until the armed police have got to put them down. I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Turn the microphones up, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've definitely turned them off, James. Why is that red light still blinking? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That explains that shrapnel wound. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. That limp. So you're getting married. Yes. What are you planning for your wedding? Um, we've got to do a legal one in the UK. You're doing an abroad wedding. We are doing <gasps> I knew oh, you would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the one episode you talked about, is your sister's getting abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. having an abroad wedding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. an abroad is wedding. Is that a thing? Wasn't it the very statement, an abroad wedding isn't a thing? It's not a no, thing. No, it is a thing. Destination wedding. Make, yeah. it, make it a thing. Fine. Well, I'm You're having doing an abroad wedding, wedding, but I've got to legally get married in here. Uh, not in here. <laughs> <laughs> that would, would be amazing. Be that, that would be amazing. <laughs> um, we're going to go do it, I think, in Greece. Lovely. Nice. Would you like Rocky to officiate? Oh, I mean, I've got to meet... I tell you what, we've got to have a, a night on the piss and, and actually get to know him and then... Yeah. Because I think it would be a bit weird if he did it without knowing. <laughs> I think you know him pretty intimately from the podcast, to be honest. Yeah, I do. I just, I, I partly really want to meet him, partly doesn't want to meet him because I just don't want to have the illusion shattered. He he would live up to the hype. He is Do eccentric. meet your yeah. heroes. Oh, in this case, absolutely. James, we need to go out on a night out with Rocky. I think, I think you'll have a great time. I think you're the blokiest bloke we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> I said that's a compliment. Thank Can you. I get a... We're all drinking beer in, yeah. in tribute. We wouldn't usually do this. We're just trying to look good in front of you. <laughs> You're looking really pained. You'd be spitting it out behind I yourself. I love me the lager. Beaks. Beaks is my favourite beer. No, what is your perspective on how the men are portrayed in these books? Because we kind of talked before about, you know, like you are saying, they all kind of live pathetic lives. They're kind of awful characters. They're awful characters. I just think some of them are like apologetic, like they're, they're just their, their capabilities. You know, you know, Belinda obviously is is is. I'm not sure her tech is that great. I don't think she's ever like. I think she just thinks she's so good, and her boobs are so superior to every other woman that she's winning the weight. What happens if she's met a man that isn't into her boobs? Well, wow. you know, an ass man, for example. Yeah, and I, I just think they're just kind. I don't of... think that man exists, James. I don't think that man exists. <laughs> I'm a bum man. Straight up. So You've I don't not think... seen Belinda's boobs, well, though. yeah, I suppose. I They'll suppose. turn even the, the bummiest of men. She never seems to be her mind... I mean, her mind's got a mind of its own. It's <laughs> all inner voice, where she's always having that inner monologue with herself about herself. But all the guys are, like, apologetic and either a mutant rank penis that sheds skin and fires blue semen, or... I wonder who you could be talking about. <laughs> just, or, like, incompetent oral skills, or just... I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it, yeah, I, I don't know. None of them are, like... 
actually that manly and that that good. I think this this Spooner bloke, James right. Spooner, who's lasered her you know her dress off with cufflink lasers and and somehow didn't burn her face, her eyes, or her nose off. <laughs> He could potentially be the first manly man, and because he's got a voice of Sean Connery, right. I'm expecting massive things from him. I'm really glad that you knew that it was Sean Connery as well. That, yeah, that, yeah. that means I that my accents are kind of improving, guys. So for mm. you, he's the laddiest of the lads. Yes, I think so. Um, Peter Rouse. Went off the boil a bit, though, didn't he, Pete? Yeah, but you know, the, was, which one was the cow? Was it the cowboy? Yeah, what? Hank Skank. Yeah, Hank Skank. But the one where he, like, he, he describes his big, thick, like, farmer's fingers or uh, ranch's hands. And you know what? I can imagine, like, big, gnarled, like, sausage fingers. <laughs> but even then, even then, they don't do a proper job on it. Proper job! <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the frustrating thing. This is the one thing that I've got with my dad. Wrote, nobody's done a proper job on anyone. Not one of them's had decent sex. That's my problem. It's all kind of like a mishmash of terrible things. Do you know what? I've not heard one erotic song gone... This is unbelievable. I'm actually getting a little bit fired up here. <laughs> Smoke up the ass. That was unbelievable as well because I wondered because I know there was like always a bit of nervous tension. Was he going to go into the realms of anal? Like he's, he has, he stayed away from there. Mm. And then he went. Do you know what? No one's going to play with an ass. We're just going to put smoke up it, and they're going to blow smoke out of it. And I'm thinking, she hasn't prepared for that. Almost if she had a, like a big morning. Like I don't, you know what I mean? I, I just don't think mechanically it just didn't work for me. Okay, sure. Just the logistics of it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think you could just willy nilly go sticking cigars or smoke up people's bottoms, and then I'm not sure it's that erotic. And please don't, if you're listening, go and willy nilly stick cigars or smoke up people's bottoms. He almost self sabotages. Do you know what I mean? I throw something in there that's so off key. Like a, a phrase, like the way he described um, Bish, you know, yellow teeth and his breath. Yeah. You're like, he hasn't brushed his teeth properly. No. He's got some sort of terrible lung problem. He's <laughs> coughing, he's wheezing. And then she's licked semen off his flaccid penis. I'm like, <laughs> why couldn't you just make it like a little bit normal? But then, then yeah. the chapter will end just as they're getting going. Belinda will spot some turkey and then... The bloke will come and she'll go, I'm amazing. And then the chapter will end. And it's like, why? How? That just to let it roll. Just let it, yeah. let it develop. Yeah. Well. Finding your perfect home was hard. But thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. Alice, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? I think I'm supposed to answer seeing you guys. Actually, that's not far <laughs> from the truth. I would just see people more because I feel like particularly we live in a busy city friends live scattered all over the place I do sometimes think in busy work times I miss people and I feel like I don't see enough of people and it always is such a kind of glass topper upper when I get to see somebody yeah totally it can be really hard to find the time especially like with work and everything else going on but sometimes the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to figure out what's important to you and make it a priority. Yeah, but that can be easier said than done sometimes. Yeah, but therapy can help you identify that and find ways to incorporate it more into your daily routine. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash my dad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash my dad. 
Well, what else is on your list? I'm so intrigued, uh, James. Yeah, I made I literally made so many notes on this thing with my iPhone all open. Um, I, I said the licking the cum off the flaccid penis. <laughs> I've, I've said that. I've yeah, covered I've said that. that. Pussy meat. You described oh, that in one that of those Christmas. things. Yeah. yeah. What are you picturing there? That was festive. A big red ham. But you know, I tell you what it is. You know, like, some of the some of the things he's. So okay, I'll let you into a little secret. There's two things. Some of the, the, the anatomy he chooses, I reckon, has come out of like. There used to be a couple of porn mags that someone told me about. A <laughs> friend of a friend told me called Escort and Razzle, and they yeah. used to pay readers' wives like twenty pounds to expose themselves. And it'd be like Debbie from Norwich, and it would be a, like a big red fanny. That would be like it was not great, right? I imagine that's where he's like got. Was it just the genital area, or were they in it? No, it was boobs as well. But like, it was like on terrible bed sheets with like yeah, kind of seventies, yeah, seventies yeah. thing. But you get paid twenty pounds, so you get like twenty. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they've obviously trimmed it up for the photos and like shaved with rash. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like it's just not great. But you're getting twenty sheets, so that's why. They're, yeah. Quite right. That's why they're into it. So that's what I would describe as pussy meat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm thinking. That is not that you um, thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've really come with examples. Yeah. There. Um. So a long time ago, again, friend of a friend of mine, hypothetically initials JH, but it's not just not related to me. Sure. Read some erotica and. In this particular book, penises were all getting lodged in and around the cervix. Lodged? No. Around it, like, or in it, yeah. Like, it was, it was implying that this person had such a big... Hefty. Hefty penis, right? That, that it was getting wedged in and around there. And I thought to myself, what if Rocky's had the same book? Like, got the same, <laughs> because if you didn't know, you would think that cervix would play a role in normal sex. But obviously... It clearly doesn't. So I, I wondered if he'd read the same book. Maybe. I mean, that might have been the only book that he had access to. That's in what Northern I mean. Ireland. And it was because obviously Northern, you know, it's quite straight line. You can't. Sex is a taboo. Yeah, 100%. or was at least. What, yeah, Very Presbyterian. I mean. You're not selling porn mags in shops. Your education is like from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who was once in England who saw something. I imagine. <laughs> from afar. From That's a, from exactly afar. how these someone shouted written. across the channel, and it was yeah. quite foggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grab a cervix. What? Um, it's called vaginal labia. I mean, <laughs> vaginal lids. That's one. No, yeah. And Dad's been making his own list for yeah. 50 years. Exactly. Shall we meet? Pussy meat. What? <laughs> yes. Right. So I think that that's kind of happened. And I wonder if, because erotica might have been the not, it might have been smuggled in and he's yes. read it. And across the border. Penis, lodged into the cervix. Where do you think he lived? <laughs> like a World War II kind of thing. Parachuting <laughs> stuff in, I imagine. Alice, it was a war zone when Dad grew oh. up there. That's what you forget. You know, yeah. Northern Ireland in the 70s. Not great. I just didn't think that was the contraband. Debbie and where was she? <laughs> Debbie from Norwich. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he was getting porn, mate. I think he was getting written literature, I think, later on. Right. He's, I'd like to think he's done some research because he got the, the eggs that kept falling out of the Duchess's fanny. Like, those eggs are supposed to stay in. There's no Nowhere they're slipping out. No way. You know a lot out. about the eggs. I know a little about a lot of things, right? <laughs> well, I want to talk about this a little bit as well because last season we had Emma Sale on the show who runs Killing Kittens. Could you possibly um, <laughs> have been involved in any of the anecdotes that she maybe have mentioned? Um, I actually know Emma very well. Um, yeah, I got to know her. Um, I couldn't possibly comment, to right. be honest with you. Um, <laughs> hypothetically, possibly, maybe, um, someone who looked a little bit like me might have, you know, looked through the letterbox of one sure, of those parties and sure, run away screaming sure. um, back to back to church and to obviously um, <laughs> apologise for my sins. And, to and scour yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alcohol body rubbing, the whole thing. No, um, but Emma, yeah, it's amazing, those things. I think... Uh, <laughs> If, if from what from what you've heard and seen through the letterbox, mm. what 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 kind of things are we seeing? Um, well, exactly what she kind of said. It's kind of like a relaxed um, orgy. As, yeah, I mean, that's basically <laughs> a relaxed orgy. Yeah. I think it's I, a very chilled out rampant orgy. I just think we've done kind of gone full circle. It's sort of in ancient Rome that was kind of all the go, and then 
obviously, as we've gone through it. Yeah. And I, and I imagine you've gone sort of all that, if you imagine a timeline, a progress, we've now got where we're freely talking about your dad's erotica on, you know, it's the biggest podcast. Was it the biggest podcast in the world? Take on about Sure, yeah, yeah let's call it that, yeah. Biggest <laughs> podcast in the world, like everybody lives and breathes this 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 show. Because I, I wonder how Jamie was conceived, because there's no way he knows what he's doing. Your mum must be an angel, and she must have the patience of a saint, and she must have, like, yeah. noise-cancelling headphones <laughs> for when... Because she can't possibly read these books, because... I wonder if it was a bit like the Harry Enfield sketch where the two people, Mr. and Mrs. Chumley Warner, are sitting in bed, it's black and white, <laughs> and they go, well, dear, shall we have sex? And it's like, if you must, dear. The lights go off, they come back on again, they're both sick in bowls, <laughs> never talk of it in, and then the baby's delivered. <laughs> That's how I imagine Jamie was... Wow. Creative. I know. It's quite a vivid image, isn't it? <laughs> so, so you go you go to then you that's full circle. So th- those kind of things are now we, we seem it as not very normal, but but what Emma does, a lot of people buy into it, it's quite fun, uh, from from what I've told. Um, and, what a um, weird way of saying you were there. No, I don't know what you're talking about. How dare you say I was there? I love that you tried to derail us via ancient Rome. <laughs> yeah. And Harry Enfield. Yeah. It's yeah. quite a good Needless to say I had the last time. Actually, I should just write these books because that's like that's like a story. From him, I've literally led you one place, one place, told you nothing and walked off. <laughs> you are the true heir to Rocky Flintstone. Congratulations. One thing I, I, I wanted to talk about was, the, the, you know, the Swedish man who's on, on the Hindu. Oh, yes. The yes. standard ship. Oh, the Swedish man, yeah. The Swedish man. <laughs> yeah. I think that could be me. Butch, the virgin. Are you about to tell us your... <sighs> a little bit of Swedish, no. <laughs> no, I was thinking your virginity story. Oh, I portrayed myself as a bit of a, a, bit of a shag. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know where you got that from. I've absolutely done nothing. And obviously Chloe and I don't believe in sex before marriage. So no, I, I thought in terms of like a, of, a, of a character. Do you want to play Butch in the movie? Is that what you're trying to Yeah, we'd have to reinvent then? some of his chat because it's pretty average. And like, <laughs> the very fact he can't choose between five women and go, yeah, I'll have that one. It's like, you're being an absolute fanny, mate. Like, it out like what what are you worried about but I reckon I, I, I was trying to think who all these people are because I know you've got Elijah Woods cho- chosen someone yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicholas Holt's chosen someone everyone's kind of chosen one you want a piece of this I just think who would be like a Swedish I'm blonde yeah I mean, but no offence but you aren't an actor so but I'm a man of many talents. Oh, this is true. Oh, Dave, you're not seen. You're a prawn, mate. I'm Get a out. Prawn. Listen, listen, if you lot are making a world class podcast, anyone could do anything. So that is true. Amen, sister. Oh my God. Honestly, it's so. We, are you surprised how ramshackle it is? I love it, though. I love it's all balanced on cookbooks. Like, yeah. Do you have a favourite character? I know you'd like to maybe play Butch. Uh, you feel like you kind of got the right attributes for that. Although I maybe think you're a tiny bit old. Um, but. Um... <laughs> how fucking dare hell. you! I'm actually only 25. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. 28, but he's had a hell of a paper round uphill of the wind. I'm actually 33, unbelievably. Are you 33? Shocked, all of you shocked. Oh my God, I'm older than you. Are you? I'm 34. The hell's your moisturising regimen? <laughs> I lent you. Yeah, no, I, um, I've, I've aged badly. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have. Listen, we've been tackling people with your face for the last 17 and a half years. Getting beaten the shitless for a living. That's basically what Use happened. your arms and legs. Yeah, I keep telling you. I can't. You've obviously never seen me. Look, look at my hat. Look, my fingers don't <gasps> work anymore. No. Oh, my Are God. Are you doing a claw? No, no, that's it. James has got a little finger that kind of bends. It. You can't straighten that. No, I can't. And that one can't straighten either. But it's got Oh, scar. my God. Uh, that little finger is... Ranking it. It's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> It's perfect, like for the <laughs> my strong hat. I'll give him a strong hat. <laughs> I had them liquidated, you little shit. They're oh instant, so we can all do voices. That was Doctor Evil. Okay, you know, right? It's as good as one of yours. Just stop trying to take over the podcast. Uh, sorry, sorry, I always do that. Okay, character-wise, um, trying to think who. Do you who re- do you relate to anyone? Oh my god! If you relate to someone in this book, you've got serious, <laughs> You're serious problems. Yeah. Um, the Duchess, I think. I think I'm going to go with anyone because that you know you know he's got that nicotine stained voice, so like yeah. that kind of real husky <laughs> thing. I, can, I know you changed her voice, but I can imagine it just 
she looks like the one from um, something about Mary. With yes. It. Oh, yeah. Yeah. great yeah. shout! No, like, yeah, like that, but like horrible, like nic- constant, like nicotine stain. Oh, Belinda, oh, my eggs have fallen out again. Mm. I don't know why she's got northern, but you know what I'm saying. That, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. imagine it to be like. You have painted um, a picture with words there, yeah. And then yeah. that she turns up in a in a four by four Land Rover with the gin van on the back, and mm. like a bit like the child catcher, just luring sort of business women <laughs> into the back of it. Gin and tonics, anyone? <laughs> and then she puts it down, like she shuts it and drives off, pulls out a, a zinc line case with a pneumatic drildo on it. Drildo? Yeah. I haven't heard that one before. You've not heard of it? No. A drildo? A drildo. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Google that later. Obviously behind closed doors. I'm literally doing it now. Yeah, a drildo. Yeah, it's quite, <laughs> it's quite aggressive. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's literally a, dr- a hand drill. Yeah. And then there's, is that a butt plug? I'm unfamiliar with any of this stuff, so I wouldn't be able to comment. Sure, sure, sure. It's a compatible drilldo bit, and then there's a 10-inch realistic dildo, which I assume you attach to yeah. the drill. Yeah. Does it have um, a battery pack? Because if anybody has used a drill, they know that it's really annoying to have to, you know, when like it's run out of batteries. Alice, there's an AC adapter Oh, included. that's all I needed to know. Right. Alice, how much drill do <laughs> were you planning on doing? I'm very... This has got a five-hour thing. It's, it's, it's going to run for ages. Like, what were you... Once I've started, you might as well clear the diary. Ah, there are no customer reviews yet. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you use it on a normal drill? Do you have to buy the drill? Or like, it's, it says here... Transform your basic household drill into the ultimate sex tool. No, no. I don't know why you're looking at me as if I'm a professional. I, I've just heard about these things. Like, I, I made it very clear, and I want to be very clear about this. <laughs> I've never attended any dodgy sex parties, been involved in any crimes, or had anything other than normal, straight up and down sex. Standard sex. Hypothetically, though, I think you probably can attach that to any drill. <laughs> <laughs> any drill that you want. But I would probably buy a professional version because you don't want to make a bodge up DIY situation and cause yourself harm. You don't. Potentially. You could you could go through a partition wall there. Well if you set it onto the hammer setting, you could be in real trouble. (laughs) Hips gone. (laughs) It's one thing to turn up with a zinc line case with a big black dildo in it. It's another thing to unpack a drill dough and start assembling it like a Bond sniper rifle like screwing bits in does it have a silencer on it oh hopefully <laughs> otherwise the neighbours all the cutlery in the house would be rattling downstairs <laughs> yeah it would be hell oh my god yeah, I, again I'll reiterate I have no idea about this a, fr- a friend told you again yeah. I mean, no, I who is this friend oh very dirty guy Lucky uh, Flintstone there you go um, who, who else have you told about the podcast I've told everybody I know good have you told all the rugby guys about it I even told Richard last night about it <gasps> your father-in-law yeah Richard Maitley? Yeah. Of Richard and Judy? Of Richard and Judy. Yeah, I told him last night. And like, how did I, he respond? He said 100% I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> really? Well, he'll listen to this episode at least. I hope so. Well, not this episode. Let's skip past it. <laughs> <laughs> Start with one. I want to be married by the time they listen to this episode. Because um, they were like, a few questions. Wonder, what was that drilling noise? Who said you're doing DIY in the house, Jess? <laughs> um, but I, yeah, so I, I've told him, I've told all, every, basically anyone who sits down and goes, oh, you should listen to this podcast. We'll listen to a great one about health and fitness or this guy. I'm like, forget that. My dad wrote a porn. Great, you, thank you. you. Life. You need like because um, it's a game changer. For, I think I've been learning about body parts. You've been learning about body parts. Have I not? <laughs> a lot of things you just didn't need to ever know. Seriously, there's, yeah. I know more now than I think maybe most straight men. I think this is not a great advertisement for being straight. Like no. I would happily be gay. Like having listened to this book, going in oh, this God. world. Yeah, yeah, in this world, I'd be like, it's a lot of nonsense. There's not a lot of good sex going on. The 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 female anatomy are not the best. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm sticking with the lads. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I think finally another convert. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big news for everyone. Um, James has just come out as. Uh, oh as my god, there's going to be street parties. <laughs> well, James, thank you so so much for coming. This has been great. Well, thank you so much for having me. I 
didn't want to, you know, undervalue it when I came up. This is one of the greatest moments of my entire life. And um, if I've put anyone off, I apologise. But I've got so much off my chest. But there was so much more to come. So I will literally be handing you for another couple of years to get back on because we've got more. Just this check is, back in. This was like note page one of 150 notes <laughs> of discussion. So, but I'll be back. But thank you so much for having me. It's a great honour. <laughs> 